All right, we are recording, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get this one rocking and rolling from the start. For sure. JV, yes, how, sir. You, how you living? Uh, Did my little rock star thing this weekend. You're a rock yeah. star, dude. Yeah, it was good. Good time. Gosh, man. Love that, love that, love that. Yeah. Um, Band's rocking and rolling, man. Yeah, we did a little charity festival for... Uh, 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 forget what exactly what's the name of the school. It's a school in Gastonia, um, for children with learning disabilities. So we raised seven k for the school. Yeah, it's nice. pretty awesome. Pretty uh, pretty fun stuff we're involved with with uh, the place there in Gastonia, the Rooster. You've been to right yeah up there. Uh, he's doing a lot of stuff for that. That town right now, a lot of charity events for different schools and different things. Gotcha, man. We got to uh, make that happen more often, man. Yeah. So, I love the kids. Yeah, in a in a in a, in a regular way, guys. I just mm. kids, kids are cool. Yeah, yeah, kids are awesome. Yes. Um, we're gonna talk about that more when we get into our movie of the week. <laughs> the weird way. All right, um, all right, man. Um, let's go ahead and do it, bro. What's up? Hit us with that movie news. Oh, all right. Oh. Nobody really cares about me and what's going on with Clyde. We're just trying to hear that fire movie news music, bro. Yeah. All right, team. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, More or less news. We just kind of want to say goodbye, really. Mm. Um, it's about that time, huh? Yeah, there's this uh, great... Uh, Boys the Men song. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been practicing it for this Let's segment. Go. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we Let's are getting it. to the end of the DCEU. This started back in 2013. Yeah. With Man of Steel and moved forward with a lot of different movies and it's coming to the end. Which one of these movies has been your favorite? Well, Man of Steel was... And why is it Birds of Prey, the fantastic <laughs> administration of one Harley Quinn? <laughs> was, was that part of this? Universe? Yes, it was. Hmm. I don't really. I, I I think I did see that movie, but I don't remember it very well. Um, that if it, I didn't remember if it was uh, attached to this or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we obviously had Harley Quinn, uh, Margot Robbie in a few different movies, and they were not connected in a weird way. The Suicide Squads. They were same character. Okay. Same character, okay. bro. Okay. Okay. So right. okay. So let's let's back up a second here. Uh her character in Suicide Squad twenty sixteen and her uh character in Birds of Prey and her character in the Suicide Squad, all the same Harley Quinn. Hmm. Fact check me, bro. I don't I don't have a explosion button for like a mind explosion. I need an explosion button. <laughs> Damn it, okay, because I'm right. I gotcha. Um, no, man. So this started off with Man is Still back in 2013, directed by Zack Snyder, written by David S. Goyer, story by story by David Goyer and Christopher Nolan. And this was a fantastic start to the DCEU. Yeah, I have to say my my favorite was probably the Man of Steel. That was just such a such a good movie. You like OG movies. Though. Such a good movie. I mean, but but that but in between that, well, not in between that, but up until like the Flash, um, the Snyder Cut was my favorite. Snyder Cut was good. I mean, it was just a. That, I mean, as long as the movie was, it was, it was great. Snyder Cut was really really good there, yeah. man. Um, what I enjoyed was Man of Steel, probably number one. Yeah, I enjoyed. Um, Wonder Woman, I enjoyed Aquaman, and I enjoyed the first Shazam. 
And oh yeah, in the top it off the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, the Suicide Squad. Like for me, the DCEU went fifty percent. For some reason, I just don't feel that Suicide Squad being a part of the universe. I don't. I don't know if it was just because it was such a different, oh, awesome different, movie. It was a different animal altogether. Yeah, it, I just don't feel like it was part of the Man of Steel up until you know all those other movies. If it is awesome, but it just to me it sticks out as its own awesome movie. Let me ask you this <laughs> in regards to that. On the flip side, for Marvel, uh, we saw Iron Man. Yes, we saw Iron Man two. We did. And then we saw Iron Man three. Yes, <clears throat> Iron Man three. Who had a different director? Yeah, and had a different tone. We didn't start. Yeah. Out, we didn't start out with no ACDC, right? <laughs> uh, we didn't. We start out with like uh, Chumbawamba yeah. or something like that. I'm blue or something like that. Like something. Yeah, yeah. You know, really weird. And it's like yeah. this movie starts, and you're like. Are we listening to? What are we watching right now? Um, and even the same thing with the Thor movies. Yeah, Thor, Thor one and two had such a vibe that it was a like a Shakespearean type of turn. Mm-hmm. And then you have Thor Ragnarok, and it was just a different feel. It was still in the same universe. Yeah, but just had a different feel and tone altogether. I feel that way with, um. Suicide Squad to the Suicide Squad. They oh, just yeah, they just yeah, yeah. upped the game in regards to like what you can do with these characters. Yeah. And not be pigeonholed by like having to have some big like CGI mashup at the end where you can't tell what you're looking at, right? Yeah. As in a lot of, the, of these movies. Um and that's how the the last the the last part of Suicide Squad was. The Suicide Squad it was vibrant. It was beautiful. You knew yeah. exactly what every hero or anti-hero is doing. Um, and obviously, they're going up against a, a big-ass starfish. You Kaiju. Know I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> we did call it that. <laughs> um, overall, man, um, they didn't... We're going to end it with uh, the Aquaman 2. Mm, then yeah. we're going to jump into uh, the DCU. Which is going to be starting off with Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, yes. So, and head, headed up by the man James Gunn. Oh yeah, um, doing the studio. But overall, man, what what are your your thoughts about how fast and and how fast this started and how quick it, <laughs> it ended? Went up and down real quick. Yeah, but kind of went down before this point. Like it's been kind of down for a minute now, to where the movies just aren't hitting right. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's partly it's getting overshadowed by Marvel, which Kevin Feige has been doing awesome job of really putting these things together. Yeah. Yeah. After like uh, Endgame, it was a little rough. There was a couple of, couple of diamonds in there. Uh, but overall, it's kind of kept a good platform of, yeah. of a good movie, you know. DC's kind of went up and down a lot, and I and I don't and and I blame nobody. It's a group effort, I think. <laughs> no, I blame Zack Snyder. Oh, for I blame Zack Snyder. Simple as that. For being so awesome and then not being awesome anymore, or not being there to be awesome. Okay, anymore. so let's go back. <laughs> let's go back to Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Story by David S. Goyer and Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Where's they're love they're the guy. I, I mean, I am. You're in love with Christopher Nolan, one hundred percent. And he did an excellent movie. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> in like two thirds of Man of Steel is a perfect movie, right? The third, it was yeah, a, it was, you know, yeah, yeah. but what it is. um. But I do like the snapping of the neck at the end. There was no other way around that. But and then we jump into Batman vs Superman, Man of Steel, Chris Terrio and David S. Goyer, and they dropped. David S. Goyer's script. Mm. And Chris Terrier did a bunch of rewrites. Okay. Um, David, they let da- David Ayer do Suicide Squad. He should never do anything like that ever again because he's a fantastic f- filmmaker. Patty Jenkins did her thing. Justice League, Chris Terrio. Chris Terrio and Zack Snyder. Um, that's a through line for me. Zack Snyder, 
messed this up with Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. What were they trying to tell us in that story? And there was, it, like, after that, there was no way to fix this, man. Right. Right? Because everybody had that preconceived notion is, like, if Snyder is involved with this, this universe, it's not good. Right. And if Chris Terrio is involved with this universe, it's not good. It saddens me because I love all these characters, and I want these characters to be rich with a bunch of great stories. Yeah. Just like they do in the MCU, but it's coming to an end, man, and I'm kind of kind of sad. We'll see how, how Blue Beetle does. I'm really excited about Blue Beetle. I really am. It's going to be corny as hell. Yeah. I just want it to be a fun time. Well, we need Remember, a- remember that excitement from the first Shazam movie? Yeah, yeah. Real real goofy, good time comic book. Yes. Comic book movie. I don't need the stakes to be really high as yeah. far as like the world ending and stuff. Right. You know, I need a really tight story, fun, mm-hmm. um, and this kid just saves the day. Yeah. That's what I need, man. Guys, yeah, well. we say goodbye um, to the DCEU, and we will rise from the ashes uh, with the start of Blue Beetle for the DCU. So, All right. really excited about what happens in the future. And, uh, yeah, I also want to see, like, a standalone Batman Beyond movie. Mm. And then a standalone Nightwing movie. Yeah, right now we have up was it a Batman Brave and Bold or something like that? Bold and Brave. That's or? gonna be the DCU's Batman. Yeah, yeah. But then we have outside of that the Joker movies. Mm-hmm. And then also the The Batman. Mm. With uh your boy R Pats. So um Gotcha. Yeah, you know, I got you. I got you know you. we are gonna get though, which is really cool. Oh, John Constantine movie. Guess really? who's, guess who's coming back? Really, John Wick himself, baby. That's the only way you can do it, man. Back from the ashes. Did you like that movie, John Constantine? I did like that movie. John Constantine Constantine. was a dope <laughs> film, man. The film we didn't think like we needed at the time. It was, right, it right. was really ahead of its time. Yeah, and it was really good. Yeah. When he came in with like the cross gun thing, man, <laughs> just fire, just fire, man. Team, we're gonna throw some information about the uh, DC EU, the DC Extended Universe, on our socials. Let us know what your favorite movie is, was, who your favorite character out of this franchise is, um, and once again, why your favorite movie is Birds of Prey and the fabulous emancipation <laughs> of one Harley. Quinn. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the Beanie Bubble, Craven mm. the Hunter, and our Movie of the Week, No Hard Feelings. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, J-Law's back. We got a few trailers coming at you here. Um, a like <laughs> a story about like Beanie Babies and mm. the form like the company and all the craziness behind it. Yeah, and then we have a uh, we're expanding the Spider Universe with right. Craven the Hunter with my main man Aaron Taylor Johnson and everybody's favorite dad. Russell Crowe, man. <laughs> yeah. Ever talking about like Pedro Pascal's like the zaddy? Yeah. Russell Crowe is like the the movie uh, superhero daddy though. Right, man. right. He, he's doing it. So, <laughs> guys, we got these trailers we're going to check out. You want to see our full reactions? Uh, you know where the link tree is. It's in the show notes. Oh. And uh, hit us up yes. and watch it on the YouTube because that Please. is something that we would like for you to do. And also, don't forget... To like, comment, share, and subscribe, guys. Uh, we got a little subscription thing on there. So yeah, uh, yeah. if you want to know when all of our hot videos are popping off, hey, you know what to do. When you're on YouTube, don't you hit that little bell? Little, like a little bell you hit? little right? bell you hit. Actually, okay. the bell looks like this, guys. 
Javi figured I'm out. Not, damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get a graphic for that. That's fine. <laughs> All right, team. So we have here Ty Warner, uh, the big executive of Beanie Babies. Uh, this one's the Beanie Bubble. Ty Warner was a frustrated toy salesman until his collaboration with three women grew his idea into the biggest toy craze in history. Mm. Man, uh, this stars Sarah Snook, Elizabeth Banks, Geraldine Vishwanthon, uh, the man Zach Galakanakis. Galakanakis. There you go. Um, and a bunch of other people in this uh, brought to us by uh, Kristen Gore and Damien Coulage. JV, my first question, and it's kind of kind of an awkward question, so I apologize. Um, from one bro to another, you can be it's a trust tree, bro. Trust, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, did you, the nest. Right. Did you did you have any beanie babies? I don't think so. Okay, I'm trying to think. I don't remember like having a possession of a beanie baby, and I was like, "Oh, sweet, I have a beanie baby." Yeah. Not saying there may not have been one or two around, maybe the house, but I don't remember specifically like owning my own beanie baby. Yeah, I've never had but, one either. But I mean, they came in all sorts of shapes and sizes. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if there was one or not, to be like, be honest. I, I can tell you, I've never had a beanie baby. You may have had a beanie baby. You just didn't know it. Nah, bro, because it did have, had the <laughs> T.Y. At, on air, and I never had any of those, oh, man. Oh, all right, okay. Uh, but I remember the craze, and I remember, yeah. like, stories on the news about people with their house full of these things. Yeah, and people fighting and all kinds of violence over these things. Oh, like Christmas time yeah, yeah. fighting? Over the last Beanie Baby in the store because <laughs> their son is collect their son or daughter are collecting them. Right. Um, people have been killed over these things, man. Then you got like people's uh, Beanie Baby collections. Yes. And inheritance, all that kind of stuff with Beanie Babies. Yeah. Jeez. Just wild, man. Okay, so. We have this movie about the Beanie Bubble. What are your thoughts about this trailer? Uh, comes off kind of, kind of dark, like a little murdery. Yeah, um, almost like it could quickly turn into a horror movie. <laughs> really, really quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Zach Galifianakis, which is usually he's got a real that real dry humor. Uh, Behind him, and I feel like he's bringing that to this movie. Uh, just acting out his dialogue in a way that's going to make you laugh. Uh, then we got Elizabeth Banks, who uh, she's done some big movies, but she's also done a lot of small movies as mm -hmm. well, a lot of indie stuff, her own things. Oh, yeah. Uh, she always brings it as well. But it really is a like feels like it's going to be a dark story and it kind of sounds like this is a dark story. Let me ask you this because you bring up a good point in regards to that. Um, do you think that the social network was a dark story? The movie itself kind of brought a little bit of light to it, yeah. but at the end of the day, it was a messed up story between exactly. friends. Exactly. Yeah. But this one doesn't feel like it's bringing a like to the story. It's just going to put it all out there as a messed up situation. Messed <laughs> up people are, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I also want to see, um, you know, and I do like these true stories that happen and kind of the craziness that, that unfolds. Um, <clears throat> your boy Jared Leto did the WeWork uh, miniseries on Hulu. Okay. And then Amanda Seyfried did uh, the the one about the the girl who made like the blood machine or whatever, and basically lied to all the in investors 
it actually was like a fake company because mm -hmm. the product never worked. But she kept on lying because <laughs> she was so confident. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, right? Well, we got to see like the ugly truth behind it, man. I really like stories like this. Yeah. And, you know, Zach's gonna bring it. Elizabeth Banks is gonna bring it. Um, so we're gonna get told this very, in a very funny way. Um, but it just wild yeah. how much money this company made mm. off those. If it didn't have TY on it, bro, like cats, like I remember cats in New York just like slinging fake Beanie Babies, man. Yeah. I was trying to look up kind of what a what the most valuable one is right now. And I don't know what this means. It just says a large Wallace and his squad is worth $600,000. I don't know what that means. That's ridiculous. I don't. So that seems like it's a collection of of bears. Yeah, that comes up to six hundred thousand. That's ridiculous. Just wild. Humphrey the camel is twelve hundred dollars. He can't even stand up. He's like a little. <laughs> his legs are all sprawled out. He's yeah. just like got, got the <laughs> beans are in the right <laughs> spot. You know what I mean? He's no. He's just beans inside, no uh, bones, just beans. Gosh, crazy! Just wild, man. Um, very interesting, guys. We're gonna throw this one on our socials. Um, Javi says he's never had a beanie baby that he remembers, but he probably had a whole collection. Just lying to us, guys. Well, I, I'll I rem- find the truth, guys. The truth is out there. Okay. The thing is, I remember the Ty tag, mm-hmm. but I don't have a place where that tag was at. Other gotcha. than seeing it everywhere. Yeah, it was everywhere. And, you know, those, those were some, some years ago. <laughs> He's trying to age us right I now, should, guys, okay? I should have kept my Princess the Bear. It's worth 500000 right now. <laughs> really should have, bro. Come <laughs> on. Hey, guys, we're throwing this on our socials. Uh, let us know your thoughts about this movie. And uh, did you have a Beanie Baby? And if so, mm-hmm. what is it? Do you still have it? Yeah. Or did you swing it for some college tuition or to make rent that month, man? Which yeah. might have put you in a loft in New York, man, forever. I did find a picture of Large Wallace and his squad. Okay. Looks there. About to put out a mixtape is what this picture looks like. We'll throw that on our social, yeah. see if anybody has that, man. <laughs> the squad. <laughs> the squad. All right, team. We have uh, Craven the Hunter, uh, Russian immigrant Sergei Cravenoff is on a mission to prove that he is the greatest hunter in the world. Uh, this stars Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Russell Crowe, Ariana DeBose, Alessandro Navoli, Christopher Abbott, and some other people in this movie as well. This Lots is brought to us by J.C. Chandor. Nice. Laying on us, Javi. Okay, so obviously he gets lion blood in his wound. And gets lion powers. Because lions are, I don't, you know. You know. South to Charles is this, the Black Panther. So same same as I think, man. <laughs> so is this how we get superpowers now? We just get animal blood in this or get bit by an animal? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's the case, man. I'm just going to go outside and just, you know, wait for an animal to start bleeding. Just be under yeah, it yeah, with my under. cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> Or do I have to get mauled by it first? How does I don't know how the I science works. I'm not sure. Maybe he had some contaminants under his claws as well. Maybe so. Venom claw venom claws. Yeah. Maybe um, he's not from this um this universe. Oh right. Oh. And he created the canon event. Who knows? Oh, There's a lot oh. going on here. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't Action Pack movie. Is it gonna be good action? The trailer doesn't really give us if it's going to be good action or not. The action it showed us was very brutal, very gory. Uh, I just don't see a very fleshed out story arc with this character yeah. in this movie. That's what I'm worried about. Is right. this is this storyline of of this guy and what he's going to be doing? I hear you. And this is what I'm tired of right here, okay? This is now our third 
our third villain in the Spider Universe. Spider Man okay. Universe at Sony. Right. We have Venom. We had Morbius. And then we have Craven the Hunter. Why are these guys getting portrayed as anti-heroes? Why can't they just be portrayed as villains? Right. They are villains in the Spider-Man universe, right? Yeah. Um, Venom is the biggest villain that Spider-Man faces. Yeah. And, and with that, with him and Morbius... They do have a quote unquote hero story at some point, but before that hits, they're villains, right? Where they're eating people and stuff like that. This so is the that wasn't there long enough. This is being villains. this is what I see, and, and you are right. You know, um, lethal protector. Uh, I know a lot more about Venom than I do Mor- Morbius, maybe because Jared Leto sucked at it. But besides the point. <laughs> um, Um, this is how these movies are going to go, okay? They're going to drop Tom Holland into these movies, and they're going to be like, oh, well, we got to fight Spider-Man because, you know, we're Spider-Man villains. Yeah, yeah. He's the the hero. Uh, Let's, nobody's in New York, but let's go to New York and fight Spider-Man. Oh, anyway. Yeah. um, Stay out on the... On the Serengeti and do your thing. <laughs> Stay out there, bro. You know what I mean? You got beautiful Aaron on the yeah. bows right there, man. Yeah, what you, you need to go nowhere for, Wildlife, you're, you're the, the food chain now. Yeah, man. You eating noses and shit, <laughs> man. You know, you out there. <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> something. But, like, they're going to be a, there's gonna be a movie where he's, uh, <laughs> when a third of the movie is, like, him versus Craven the Hunter. And he's yeah. just trying to get through, get through social studies class or something like that. <laughs> and then it's going to turn around where, like, they're going to work together because everybody remembers that Craven was a good uh, anti-villain hero that's, in his own movie, and just like that's my point. Like, you're not a, they're not going to let them to be let them be villains long enough. Yeah, for it to grow, it's going to be like, oh yeah, we're cool now. We need to work together to, and it's going to be sour. It's not going to be fun. Like, yeah, we got like Empire Strikes Back, and that's the one where the bad guys won. But, like, wouldn't this be a dope movie if we just saw one standalone movie where Darth Vader won? I'm I'm pulling up. Let's <laughs> write it. Let's make it happen. I'm pulling up day one <laughs> and, like, going to enjoy that flick, man. Yeah. Um, let these villains be villains and flesh them out as their villainy. He's not exactly. a good guy. Exactly. Yeah, they might have had, like, a... A time or two, but overall, this is the rogues gallery of Spider-Man, and I want to see some rogues. Right. Yeah, I agree, man. I'm right there with you. Uh, it's just uh, the same story, right? You give give somebody a headline in a movie, and for personally, I mean, like you said, I want to see him be a bad guy. Just be a villain. Yeah. Whether you fight Spider-Man in your movie or not, just be a villain till the end. Yeah. You don't turn good. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see you happy at the end. I want to, <laughs> you you keep doing your thing, which is what makes you a great character, right? Great villain. You're you're a villain. You're, you're Thanos until he gets his head chopped off. Until he gets his head chopped off. No yeah. cares for anything. You're just the bad guy. You do what you got to do. Did you, and, but like, we, we have a, we have a movie that showed us how to do it. Yeah. We have the, the Joker. Mm. Joaquin Phoenix, Todd Phillips, the Joker. Like, they, so we have a flawed man who mm-hmm. only can do one thing. Understand life by returning to, to be painting his face as a clown and causing havoc and violence. We have the formula just got to do it, man. I don't want to see him save the day. I don't want to see Craven save the day. I don't. Right. I never like Craven the Hunter. Matter of fact, Craven the Hunter's <laughs> always been one of my least favorite in the Rogues Gallery, bro. Put a damn shirt on, bro. Darren Taylor Johnson, man. The the, the pecs is just too, too much. Too much. Too much. Just out. out right now, yeah. bro. 
You're showing off, all right? <laughs> You're making the rest of us yeah. look bad, Craven. Come on, man. Guys, we're going to throw this on our socials. Um, obviously, I'm going to be in the theater to to see this because... And we also got who uh, Rhino in this one. Like a actual villain villain who's going to be a villain against a villain, right? Yeah, trash. Interesting. Trash. Not excited about that. <laughs> Nothing about that excites you, man. <laughs> like... Uh, oh, they're supposed to be teammates. Alexi is get yeah, together. supposed to be the center. Get together. Yeah. Get Stop together. Spider-Man. Yes. Um, right? Yeah. What is this? What are we doing? Why are we, Why are we against each other yeah, right yeah. now? Your father hired me to take you down. So we're going to get a we're gonna get a five-minute CGI grade. Yo, look at us. Let's let's rule the world right now. Exactly, what are we doing? Man. You see these pecs, bro? Yeah, let's rule the Serengeti. I don't know why I keep going back to Serengeti. <laughs> it's the only one I can think of. I don't even know where that's at, to be honest with you. You see these pecs right here, bro? <laughs> yeah. You see this visor cocked to the side, man? <laughs> I'm hanging out with girls like that, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Why are we Why are we about to fight? Why are we about to fight? I just recently watched Accepted again, yeah. guys. It's so good. <laughs> Accepted? Uh, <laughs> guys, like I said, we'll throw Craven the Hunter on our socials. Yeah. Uh, let us know your thoughts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. So we have our movie of the week. You ready to hop into it, man? Yeah, man. All right, Sounds team. Good. So we got uh, No Hard Feeling. Mm. This movie just dropped. Um, and... I'm going to enjoy talking about this one, man. Yeah, it was a good time. All right. Um, so this one is directed by Gene Stupinski and written by Gene Stupinski and John Phillips. We had a $45 million budget, and so far it's grossed 24.6 mil. Let's go. Starting this, we have Jennifer Lawrence as Maddie Barker, Andrew Fieldman as Percy Becker, Matthew Broderick as... <laughs> What was it Lord Lord How do you say Lizard? <laughs> one, one syllable, right? Lord <laughs> Becker. Uh Lord <laughs> Benani as Allison Becker. Natalie Morales as Sarah. Scott MacArthur as Jim. Ebon Bachrock as Gary. Hassan Minha as Doug Khan. Kyle Mooney as Jody. And Zon McLarnon as Gabe Sawyer. Good old Gabe Sawyer. <laughs> All right, brother. Go ahead and give us that that quick synopsis about this. So Maddie Barker is in need of a car so she can continue her Uber driving and keep her bartending job in order to save her home. Her friend shows her an, an ad uh, to date someone's son in exchange for a Buick Regal. Uh, nice car. Buick Regal solid. Damn, nice car, solid. bro. 93 Regal, <laughs> bro. <laughs> She takes the job and ends up making a new friend after some interesting adventures. Yes, 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 yes. All right, man. So let's start at this top here. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence as Maddie Barker. She is a, for all intents purposes, um, she is a a child with one parent. Mm-hmm. And that's how she grew up in this town of Montauk. And kind of lives her life the way she wants to live her life, man. Yeah. She works at this bar and grill type thing that she gets like during the high season is the summertime and all these rich a-holes that she calls them yeah. comes through and wants to spend money and everything. Yachters. Yachters. Yes. Trying to be a yachter one day, man. Yeah, you know I'm what trying I mean? to be there too. Myself. Trying to wear visors cocked yeah. inside, <laughs> bank checks like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Um, another accepted <laughs> reference. Actually, the same, same exact, exact one. Same exact one. <laughs> exact same the same one that's great so good yeah um, a good one though good <laughs> it's one. the best one in the movie to me <laughs> actually dude um you know and she also is an uber driver that's how she yeah. makes her money we, we find her um i guess cheated on her last boyfriend is what it kind of seems like um uh, don't, I don't really know where they are or not serious with that guy sound like she just kind of ghosted him Yes, that's like, exactly what it like was. they were they were there. He's yeah, because he's like, you know, he could have just you know called me instead of just not calling me. Yes, so she he got ghosted. Very true. <laughs> um, 
and she's living at this home by herself, which is a smaller kind of beach house type type home, yeah. and they're building up all these million dollar homes around her. Oh in, yeah, in, in Montauk, hers is kind of staying the same in that area. Um, but she's down on her luck, man. She mm-hmm. has some past due bills, and she needs to make her um money so she can go ahead and pay the taxes on the house and everything. Oh yeah, but can't do that without a car that gets repoed. Yeah. Literally. The first scene. <laughs> yeah, no uh, no Ubering without a car. No Uber without little, the car. A little, <laughs> little difficult. And, and I will say this about Jennifer Lawrence, man. Um, you know, she has done some some rough and tumble stuff before. I like that this was physical comedy from her. <laughs> yeah. I really There's enjoyed that, it, man, yeah. Right? Um, she, like, the rollerblades... <laughs> Hilarious, yeah, right? But not just the rollerblades when she's like up the road, like you know, on the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when she tries to get her car back, that's hilarious, right? Yeah, she's going up the stairs to the uh, Becker house, right? Just yeah, hilarious. That was really this this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. was what kind of from everybody was kind of physical, uh, physical comedy. Yeah, and really enjoyed that about her, man. But. Um, she's also kind of an asshole in regards to she's not wanting to connect the people, but we find out later why. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a deeper meaning. And what I did enjoy about her character is like most of the time when we get these rated R type, um, raunchy type movies, the characters are not as fleshed out as they need to be. Yeah. Like, I like to understand why somebody is the way that they are. That interests me in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you understood exactly why she's the person that she is and the trauma that she faces yeah. and the the blocks that she's putting up in, in, in her life. Yeah, I think what really helped this is a small cast. Yeah. They didn't, um, didn't expand too much. And what they expanded with the... Um, like Matthew Broderick and Laura Bernini there, Bernanti, Laura Bernanti mm-hmm. is a quick storyline. They're involved, but they don't ever really become their own story. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're 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 there. They help. They help in a great way. And then you have her friends as well, which are their own little story. And it, it all comes back together in the end, but it does a good job of sticking to Maddie and Piercy. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, speaking of Percy Becker, Andrew Barth Feldman. <laughs> uh, give me your thoughts, Brett. That's, that's an interesting middle name. Uh, yeah, so his story is he's a kid. He's... She sticks to his house. He doesn't do a whole lot. He works at animal shelter. Goes there. Comes home. Goes to school. Actually, I don't know if he goes to school there. They're there for the summer or something like that. Yeah. Know. So he's about to. Go to he's about Princeton. to go to his freshman year. Princeton. Yeah. Uh, so the whole point is this is the guy that she's supposed to be helping get out of his shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we kind of find out that he doesn't want to be in his shell. Right? That's kind of what I got out of it. Like, yeah. Like, he's there because his parents kind of keep a real tight leash on him. So, like, as soon as she's like, hey, I just want to go out on a date, he's like, sweet, let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like, there wasn't a lot of – she didn't have to put in as much effort as she thought she did to get this dude to go out on a date with her. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she didn't have to get, you know. Pepper sprayed in her front yard. <laughs> like I said, the physical comedy yeah, was on yeah. point in this movie, man. Uh, yeah, I think he did a good job of kind of uh, taking this guy out of his shell real slow throughout the movie and then really by becoming someone who was just like, this is the way I want it. Yeah. So either you're with that or you're not. Which was cool. I liked him, man. He was a guy who is a bit of a romantic. Right. Right? Like, he definitely wants to get some action. Mm. 
Uh, he wants to be good with girls. Uh, you know, we all don't know how to kind of navigate that world. Yeah. And because he was so sheltered as, as a child, his parents want him to be dated and dated hard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, date him real hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, you're you're fighting against Ma- Matthew Bro- Broderick and the the Beckers, Laird mm-hmm. and Allison, excuse me, are fighting against the fact that their son doesn't just want to hook up with anybody. Yeah. Yes, Maddie's gorgeous. Yes, Maddie's incredibly, like, sexy. But uh, I like the fact that they kept him as a romantic and he wants to have a connection with the person that he hooks yeah, up with. Yeah. I appreciated that. And that's what she was fighting against the entire movie with this kid. Yeah. She thought she could just throw herself at him and that was going to be the, it was going to be it. I mean, if it was me, I, I, I mean, just, you know, I've been 19. Mm. <laughs> I was Shame. 19, right? <laughs> was 19 at one time. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, this kid has a lot of willpower. I'll put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> but he does, but really not that much as you kind of think. Because he is like, all right, let's do it. It's like I, after I, their little after their swim. Yeah, the swim kind of cha- I mean, the after the be- best action scene of the year. All of <laughs> best action John scene Wick of the year. What? <laughs> Guys, we're getting Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning yeah. Part 1, okay? Ugh. The action and no hard feelings. <laughs> oh, so much better, guys, okay? <laughs> so much better than any really part good. of that movie, okay? It was really good, yeah. Um, and I think she's taller than Tom Cruise, too. I mean, a lot of people are. Yes, 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 yes. You're not, but a lot, of, a lot of people are, though. <laughs> Oh man, uh, but yeah, I I love uh, Percy, and he's the heart and soul of the movie, and we're it's basically his. It's Maddie's story, but we're seeing the heart and soul and everything through Percy. Yeah, I also love his piano rendition <laughs> of Man Eater. Yeah, I just thought that was like awesome, clever, and like you know they talk about it at the bar at first. Yeah, and she's like. Not what the song is about at all, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, all right, that that joke is done. Yeah, but the fact that it came, came back, back and came back like in such a very classy way. Yeah, man, I really enjoy good writing, and that <laughs> is good, good writing, man. A callback. All right, so we got Laird Becker and Allison Becker here, and these are uh, two rich white people who have a lot of money that are living in Montauk. Yes, uh, for the summer. Because that's what the rich do. Yeah, yeah. On their yachts and stuff like that. <laughs> um, Take their yacht to their summer house. <laughs> to their, obviously, duh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and they're really helicopter <laughs> parents where they have done so much for their kid and not really allowed him to breathe and live his own life. Now, yeah. Uh, Percy says it himself. There's things that has happened that he's been embarrassed about or fights that have gone or got beaten up where like, that have occurred. So obviously yeah. naturally parents are going to step in and try to take care of their kid, the best of their ability there. Um, understandable, but maybe with that or even before that, they've always, they've been like these helicopter. Let me help you yeah. let me do this. Let me take care of this parents. And that's going to make a kid very, you know, not understanding on how the real world works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had my my freshman roommate in college. He was like that. Mm. His parents coddled him. Yeah, his parents literally helped him move into the entire dorm. Stayed there for dinner. Um, went to Walmart with him. Went to the grocery store with him, and like bought everything and like put it in there. Don't get, get me wrong. Get yourself some snacks out of that. I mean, kind of yeah, but okay, that's beside the point though. Roll <laughs> up, June, June and Brian. <laughs> They help me bring stuff stuff in. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking to like people in in the the um, hallway and stuff, 
I turn around, my parents are gone. <laughs> Bye, I, guys. I, I run outside. They're in the car. About just just burn, this, burning out. Burning out. out. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get, get back up on 85. Don't, you know don't let him change his mind. He's, he's moved in. Don't let him change his mind. We got to get out of here. We are getting out of here, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Um, but that's... <laughs> You know, and they just burn rubber out of yeah, there. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then knowing my roommate, um, there were those times where it's just like, all right, you are not as as worldly as some of these other guys that I'm interacting with. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's going to send him back. So it's weird that, like, his parents coddled him and were like this their entire time. And then at the end, they're like, we got to get him out of We messed up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that in, internal, hmm, yeah, we probably did this a little too much. And now he's like this, and this is kind of our fault. So right. we gotta have a course correction, and we have mm, a summer. And we got a Buick Regal. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna entice a pretty girl with a Buick Regal. I, mean, I yeah. love that they really wanted a prostitute, though. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. was like, "Yo, that is wild, mom and dad." Yeah, they just needed uh needed her to uh do some work. Yep, and. They did not really care what she did. Handled business. Yes. That's that's the, the goal there. I just want to sign this title over to you. <laughs> Let us know when it's all done. All right, here we have Natalie Morales. She plays Sarah. She is pregnant with uh, Jim's baby. We'll talk about Jim in just a few moments here. Um, Jim is played by Scott MacArthur. And she is she acts as like Maddie's, maybe not best friend but like work colleague friend yeah who she confides into um and with that <laughs> she gets you know she sees the ad and sarah and jim are like yeah f it do it whatever <laughs> you need to make money let's make it happen yeah. um really horrible friends i mean you know you need a car Gotta get it done. I I don't know. I don't know. What I'm excited about that. I would have been like, hmm, that's an interesting one, Maddie. Yeah. Uh, you're you're an adult. Do you? Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah, you do what you need to do. If this is what you think you need to do, but like, I'm not in your corner. Yeah. But also, if I call an Uber and you show up, I mean, I. Cool. I'm going to get to where I need to go. Take me to my destination. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, like we're, we're not going to force you to do this, but yeah. you know, I need a ride home. <laughs> I'll give you a call. But they serve as the, you know, the, the stoppages in, in the conver- in the communication between Maddie and Percy and for her to kind of, word vomit what's going on yeah right yeah. everybody has those type of characters in, in, in movies um and they kind of provide some great comic relief as well especially scott MacArthur's character mm-hmm. uh <laughs> go back to the go in the ocean yeah go in the ocean <laughs> it's cold out there i just got back there's a big big so go to the ocean just walk back out there really yeah. good yeah really enjoyed that there all right, here. Uh, real quick, we got uh, Ebon Moss, uh, Barakas Gary. He is uh, the guy who did hook up with Maddie at one point in time, mm-hmm. who he thought things were more serious than they were. He is the guy who tows her vehicle in the <laughs> beginning. Um, we come to find out he the reason why he's really indecisive. Mm-hmm. I love Very. that. I love that. Like she says that, and then we see like two scenes later. He is extremely indecisive. Yeah, when you kind of order this. <laughs> yeah. And like the um, the barista's like, oh my God, what do you want? Hurry up. Yeah, oh, yeah. gosh. Uh, wow. I really enjoy that there. Uh, Hassan Minaj, Doug Khan. Uh, if you've never seen, I remember seeing him on The Daily Show mm. with Trevor Noah. He had his own show on Netflix, uh, Patriot Act. And he's a stand-up comic as well. So he did a stand-up that I went to uh, called The Court's Jester. Okay. Is what it was called. And I might have butchered that. I'm so sorry. I saw him in Osborne. I went to, went to go see that with a buddy. And fantastic. Awesome. 
he is amazing, man. Not a big big role, but I really enjoyed him in this movie. Yep. Uh, it was I, I like seeing like just people pop up in movies. Not Pete Davidson, damn it. Okay. But other people pop up in in movies, and it's like a hey. I enjoy this person. Yeah. So his second Netflix special was The King's Jester. The King's Jester. Did I say that? Or did I say The Court's Jester? I don't remember. Well. We're here now, though. I, I said I said The King's Jester. Yeah, that's it. exactly what you said. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kyle Mooney as Jody. Uh, Kyle Mooney from Saturday Night Live makes a really weird appearance in here <laughs> as the babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for uh, the childhood babysitter for Percy, and Maddie the entire time is thinking that Jody is a female, and come to find out, Jody is Kyle Mooney, who yeah. is this grown ass thirty eight year old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's super creepy. Like, uh, I think he's trying to be kind of like a a big brother, right? Yes, he's he's really more of a big brother than a nanny. But that's kind of what sets up the the funniness of him, uh, kind of confronting yep. Maddie about their relationship, and then kind of later on coming back around. Uh, yeah, he just gives off a super creepy vibe, and it <laughs> makes for a great scene. But he has like the gambit in Montauk for all these rich people, though. Yeah, yeah, right. He he nannies to all these rich family. <laughs> Families, right? That's a, that's a gambit right Yeah, there. yeah. Because, like, I have a few friends who, who nanny mm. on the side for, like, rich people. Yeah. They make some good money, man. Like, they have, they have declined going out to a concert, to a movie. We're all getting together to go do, do this yeah. or whatever. They're like, nah, I'm going to babysit Gotta because go, like they go make it and spend it they're about to go make a, a, a grip yeah okay they're about to go make some bands as they say in the hip-hop community <laughs> yeah yeah okay not that cool so yeah. I'm nerd i'm wearing glasses you know um same, but same, same. <laughs> yeah but you're a rock star though so we're in oakley's though so i guess that's cool i'm wearing ray bands is that cool all right is don't that? answer that question <laughs> whatever that took too damn long whatever <laughs> whatever javi <laughs> gosh I was about to ask, are Oakley still cool? Is that still a cool thing to do? Uh, Ray-Bans are not cool, guys. <laughs> Clearly, Oakley's are, Ray-Bans are not. I don't, I don't know if they um, are. But no, that was... Uh, <laughs> but his character was just like, yo, like, you're... It almost seemed like he was protecting Percy, but you're yeah. right. He's had some alternative motives, man. Don't come on my territory right here, yeah, okay? you're messing up my paycheck. You're messing up my money, okay? My bands, okay? <laughs> my bands. Trying to get my own pair of Oakleys out here, okay? <laughs> All right. And then um, real quick, man, um, got Zane McLaren as uh, Gabe Sawyer, and he is the attorney who gets, real, real quick, we see him in two scenes, but he's the attorney that gets Maddie out of jail because she does try to steal her car. car. Yeah. Um, and then they're smoking weed later. So yeah. <laughs> it was, that was really cool to kind of see him there. It was like, yo, you, you served that. You seem like you served as a really like hang loose attorney. Yeah. Shirt, shirt was untucked. No tie. Actually, it was like a polo that was. Untucked. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see you a few scenes later and you're just smoking weed on the beach. Hanging out. Maddie and her friends. So yeah, very cool. All right, man. Um, let's talk about this, man. Uh, the, the city, the style, and the music of this movie. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, there was definitely a lot of beautiful, beautiful areas, beautiful set pieces. Um, yeah, Percy's house, nice big house. Oh yeah, gorgeous rich people house. Uh, I mean, Maddie's house is beautiful in its own way, a cozy beach house. Exactly that uh, old, that old school style. Yeah, yeah, it looked really nice, real real cozy. Uh, we just get the beach several times. See the beach. We see when she's working at a bar. You're on the marina. Yeah, that's cool. There really wasn't very many ugly scenes. Everywhere was. I mean, because you're in a beach setting, so everywhere is pretty nice looking. Beach town. Time. Beach towns are fun, man. This reminded me a lot of the look and feel of American Pie Two mm. when they kind of go to. 
um, the, the Great Lakes Beach or whatever. Yeah. And they're kind of bouncing around there. I thought that was really dope, man. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and it kind of got us into that summer mood, right? Yeah. It's hot. It's sunny. I want to be at the beach. I want to play some volleyball. Yeah, so right? I was, I was beautiful, clear weather. I want to rock the visor yeah. to the side and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Just have yeah. a good, good time. Um, I, I really enjoyed also the, the pace of this movie as well. It's something that like we don't talk about often, but like <clears throat> there's a couple of ways that uh, screenwriters and directors do movies where they stop and they let the characters just be funny for several minutes. Yeah. And then they, then they continue on with the story. Okay. Right? But this one, every comedy bit made sense and drove the star story farther and farther yeah. and farther, right? She's legit like twerking on one at one point <laughs> with him. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then like gets on him like mm-hmm. in lap dance formation or whatever, because that's a thing. Lap yeah, yeah. dance formation. I just patent pending guys. Mm. Um and he's like, you're a little heavy. Yeah. What guy says that? <laughs> Right, she's trying yeah. to seduce this yeah, yeah. Th- this kid, and he's digging it a little bit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, but then he's just like, oh, "You're a little heavy." She's like, "Fine, you're gonna get on top of me then." You know oh, what I mean? like, when she's like, "She's like, hit hit my butt, hit yeah. my butt," and, he, <laughs> and then he kicks her over. <laughs> but she she doesn't stop. She stays in it. Stays she in it, man. She has a goal in mind. And she's gonna do whatever the hell it takes yeah. to do it, man. So that's what I like, man. Like the comedy bits move the story farther along yeah. and little by little you're getting these onions unpeeled the onion peels um to understand these characters a lot more through everything right yeah and then they have those serious moments that come out of the comedy that makes sense yep and Agreed. i really i really enjoyed that about this, this uh movie man but it's cool you you references back to like american pie which was kind of like this movie Ron, yeah, yeah. Kind of raunchy, but, I mean, American Pie was more raunchy, but it was still kind of that setting of we're young and we're trying to figure this stuff out. Yes. Um, but like I said, it was a lot more raunchy than this one. Definitely. Uh, but but in the same same type of era of, hey, we're figuring it out. Let's, uh, you know, let's have fun. Let's make some mistakes. And... We'll move on. We'll go back to school and we'll try it again. Definitely, man. It's 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 a coming of age story. Yeah, and I really enjoy these a mm-hmm. lot. This was this was fun. This yeah, was, this was a good time. Definitely, man. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and jump into a theme here. All right. All right, man. The theme for no hard feelings <clears throat> is, um, grow the f up, man. Yeah. Like, for both characters, right, Maddie, you're not held back by the things that have happened in your, your life there, right? Right. Um, your your mother is gone. Uh, you're not tied down to this town. You're not yeah. enjoying life in this town. You're just doing this because of the memory of, of like, your, your mom. Right. Um, also, so go out and be your own woman. Yeah. And, I mean, a little bit, too, was her dad. Oh yeah, yep. You know, was it was kind of well. both of them. I mean, he wasn't around. Well, he was around, but with a different family, right? So Mama she's kind of stone. Yeah, she's kind of holding on to that, and I guess, kind of like Percy says, uh, I'm mistaken. He said something about trying to hold on to that memory and hoping he comes back or whatever. As far as the, the dad's concerned, uh. So yeah, just kind of let some stuff go. Definitely there, yeah. definitely. And then Percy uh, also grow the f up. <laughs> um, you're you're more than what your parents coddled you. Yeah. Um, you're gonna be a Princeton boy. Um, you're gonna be a Princeton man. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to understand life, man, and you're gonna have to do things for yourself. And uh, this was a story about them both using each other. And I use the term using, right? That could be a negative connotation or a positive yeah. connotation, right? And I use this as a, as a good connotation um, for them both to grow up. Right. To the point Agreed. where they need to move forward in life. And I really that's what I really loved about this movie, man. 
All right, team. So that is our conversation about 2023's No Hard Feelings. All right. JV. Yes, sir. Give me your thoughts and ratings on this movie, brother. Yeah. Overall, man, just a fun movie. Yeah. Very, very that kind of storytelling inside of a good comedy. Uh, we're learning about two characters growing up, different types of uh, different types of restrictions in their life, I guess. You got Maddie working hard to keep her house. You got Percy, you know, just trying to figure out how to grow up a little bit um, and just stuck in this tunnel of his parents keeping tabs on him and not letting him go out and do things he wants to do. Yep. Uh, and then you add in, you know, a good bit of physical comedy and some pretty good dialogue. Uh, along with Jennifer Lawrence, who just puts it all out there in this movie. She's, uh, every scene she's in, she's giving it a hundred. She's, Landing her joke, she's doing the physical comedy, and I laughed through this whole movie. This movie was a little bit funnier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's always a good thing for the outcome of the ratings and stuff for her movies. Um, either way, you know, you got to get out and see this one. Uh, I think this is a good one either in theaters or not in theaters mm-hmm. when it comes to streaming. Um, I'm going to give this one a four out of five buckets of popcorn because uh, this one definitely be on one of those movies where you see it, I think, going on for a few years. You know, yeah. American Pie comes on. I still watch that. Hilarious. It's a great yeah. time. This was <laughs> this was hilarious. You know, the, every scene was good. Uh, so, yeah, four out of five buckets for me, man. What about you? Good deal, man. So, another, like, American Pie reference. Have you seen the uh, Dash Prash commercial with um, the main character, Jason Biggs and then like uh, Scott, uh, he had the three names, whatever. Stifler, uh, Sean William Scott, Sh- Sean William Scott, right? Scott William Sean, yes, yeah, William like that. Scott Sean, yes, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I think it's Sean William. Now, but yes, so they they actually have a Dash Pass commercial, like uh, DoorDash or whatever, uh-huh. and Jason orders a bunch of stuff. Stifler delivers it, really? and he's just like. You know, what you got going on, man? We talking about it's gonna be the best summer ever. Why don't you invite me to these things, right? <laughs> and then at the end, he's just like, he's like, no, I'm just a couple of things for myself. And he's like, are you throwing a party? And then yeah. like, it opens up, and there's like a big ass yeah. party happening, right? <laughs> of course, Tiffany just never gets invited to anything. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> um, no, nah, man, but for no hard feelings, uh, I'm I'm right there with you, man. This thing is it's four buckets of popcorn. Ooh, cool. The strength of this script is just really good, and mm-hmm. you have these two main characters. Where it's an unlikely pair, but they need each other in this time. Yeah, and, and piggybacking off of that, I think the movie itself was great with Jennifer Lawrence, but it was a good thing that I think it'd be good with a few other people. Not yeah. just necessarily her. That's kind of how I felt about the the build of the core of the movie itself. Yeah. Uh, it just happened to go over the top of Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and she, you know, she serves as a producer on this film as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just, I love that it wasn't just her being, like, gorgeous. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was not her being, like, in in a good place. And she's, like, this uh, beautiful star that nothing, there's no, there's no, you know, she needs to just, like, super gloss. Yeah, you know I mean, you, you see there's two sides. You see all the sides of her. Yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly. Agreed. Um, those those quiet times, the times that she actually does need help in life. Yeah, I enjoy characters like this, man. We get the same exact thing for uh, Percy, who yeah. Andrew Barr Feldman stand out in this film, man. Four mm-hmm. buckets of popcorn. Um, if a movie has Matthew Broderick in it, I'm seeing it. Been a Matthew Broderick fan yeah. since day one. Okay, Great. yeah. Um, yes, I went to go see that horrible ass Godzilla film back in two thousand and one, or whatever right. it was. Um, but he's still the man. Inspector Gadget. No, Godzilla was nineteen ninety eight. Excuse me, uh, Inspector Gadget. Yep, damn right. 
damn right. Wow. <laughs> well, it, it's fun seeing seeing the actors grow as well. Yeah. So, you know, you think Matthew Broderick, I should think Ferris Bueller. And that's when he was young and figuring it out himself. Yep. Now he's a helicopter parent over a kid who's trying to kind of do the same thing. Exactly. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, Always man. cool to see. So, yeah, we got four buckets of popcorn, team. Cool. All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through No Hard Feelings. Next week, we'll be discussing Indiana Jones and the Dollar Destiny. That's right, team. Harrison Ford is coming back. You can catch that in a theater near you. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. And I'm sorry, Javi. Appreciate it. <laughs> Best you up again. It's fine. Oh, guys, keep watching. <laughs>